0: Welcome to the Pre-Snap Podcast presented by LineStar. All things fantasy football with a sprinkle of sports betting. Alongside Tyler Wiemann, I'm Shannon Somerville. We're getting you set for week seven in the NFL with daily fantasy projections. We'll also have your touchdown calls, your prop bets, and our best bets of the week. Who's going to pull off the upset? We'll let you know. We got your must-have sleepers for fantasy. We're on a roll here. A third of the way through the season, Tyler what have been the biggest surprises to you so far?
1: I've got a couple.
0: We
1: got uh, the fact that the Seahawks might be better without Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. Denver is worse with them, with him. Uh, and how the heck does New York keep winning games? The Giants and the Jets both I mean, just keep winning.
0: I love it as a Jets fan. And in fact, that was. My biggest surprise was the fact that the Jets are just coming out of nowhere. Yeah. Beautiful sight to see crazy. Sauce Gardner, their cornerback, rocking a cheesehead that he just pulled out of the stands, mm-hmm. probably right off a fan, and just rocked it at Lambeau Field as they handed Aaron Rodgers a loss in Lambeau. Yes. Yeah. Sauce crazy. is going to be
1: hated forever for there, <laughs> just for that.
0: Absolutely. And. The Giants, as you mentioned, are a huge surprise. Maybe even more so than the Jets.
1: I would say ah, both of them were pretty bad last (laughs) year. So they're both really big surprise. But you could even say... The NFC East, the best division right. in football, and that is not one we thought we'd be Going seeing.
0: Going into this season, when we were doing our previews, we thought, hm, AFC West, you yeah. know, like the West is where it's at, right? Yeah. With all the trades and acquisitions they had in the offseason.
1: I know, before and after the show, you and I were joking, NFC least, Right. And uh, that's not how it turned out. It's definitely <laughs>
0: not how it is. They're actually nope. the best division in the NFL right now, so we've got a lot of Storylines to watch: Will those teams that we mentioned, the Broncos, Mm -hmm. turn it around? Russell Wilson's been a huge disappointment Mm -hmm. for them, so we'll get, we'll keep an eye on it.
1: It is tough times being a Broncos fan right now. You realize you just committed two hundred and fifty million dollars to this guy, and he's supposed to be there. He's mm-hmm. get, supposed to be there for five more years or something like that. Ooh. Mm-hmm. And Ouch.
0: facing the Jets this week, will yeah. Sauce Gardner be rocking a cowboy hat on the way out oh of the stadium? Oh, boy. I think so. Possibly. We'll see.
1: you also stay
0: tuned for my upset Or, pick or this week. is
1: he going to say, Broncos country, let's ride? Let's ride.
0: <laughs> <laughs> let's ride on with our daily fantasy projections. No! First, take a look at the quarterback position and Chargers. Quarterback Justin Herbert is always a good pick in fantasy. He's dealing with a rib injury still, and he's somehow still putting up great numbers. And he ranks fourth in passing yards. Seattle ranks 26th in passing yards allowed. That sounds like a pretty good combination for a good game for Justin Herbert. What do you make of it?
1: Yeah, absolutely. One, Seattle has a very poor defense. Herbert, we know, is good. Another thing to note here is that Keenan Allen has been back at practice a little bit. We're still unsure if he's going to play. But if he does, that is a huge bump up for this offense. This offense would finally be healthy as far as on the skill players here. So... (sighs) I think you kind of got to like Herbert here. He Hmm. is high-owned, but Seattle can create some big plays on offense also, which that is what leads to shootouts is when both teams can make some big plays happen, and that absolutely can't happen in this game.
0: Shootouts equal fantasy points. Mm -hmm. love to see it. One interesting note that I came across when I was doing my research was uh, Justin Herbert had a touchdown in 27 straight games until – the game against the Broncos. Yeah,
1: there was a big thing made about that, yeah. too, because uh, DraftKings had a right. promo on it for over .5 touchdowns, mm-hmm. and it didn't hit.
0: They, they boosted that, and the um, most attempted passes by a winning quarterback without a touchdown in NFL history, in fact— Interesting, though. He mm-hmm. should have some touchdowns this weekend, though, against the Seattle I Seahawks. Think he will. You mentioned Keenan Allen is back. Mm-hmm. Huge boost for that defense. Possibly. Or that not often.
1: totally. We're not 100% sure.
0: Not 100%. Okay, Tyler, I'll, I'll pump the brakes on that one for now. Yeah,
1: uh, but... if he does, if he's back, Herbert looks way better. Mm-hmm. Without him, he still looks good, but obviously just more weapons. And I mean, really, everybody in that game is <laughs> in play.
0: I am not pumping the brakes on Dak Prescott this week. We got the all clear and he in fact confirmed Mm -hmm. he's playing this weekend against the Detroit Lions, which if he's going to come back for any matchup, this is a cake matchup for him. Detroit allowing 428 yards per game, by far the worst in the NFL right now. So Dak Prescott is going to have a field day here.
1: Yes, hopefully he will. Uh, hopefully Detroit can put up some points to really make Dallas stay on the gas. We know that Detroit offense is good. Mm-hmm. This Dallas defense is good too, but it, there is some risk here. So he's coming off a similar injury that Russell Wilson had, mm-hmm. and Wilson mm. has never been <laughs> the same since he had that injury. Good point. So there is some risk, but it is a really good spot. We have a six score of 90 on Dak Prescott. He's in a good spot. We got a terrible defense. There's an offense on the other side that can create some big plays and score. So I like this spot also.
0: Highest game total of the week. Yeah. A lot of points.
1: I'm surprised to see as a quarterback that he's a little lower owned. Mm -hmm. Uh,
0: Maybe people need to just see him go out and prove it a little bit first. I I think people
1: are a little worried mm -hmm. about that. But with that. It is a you know highly volatile spot, which you want for exactly. these big tournament players.
0: Got to have that leverage. Dak Attack is back. We're looking forward to seeing that for the Cowboys. We're also looking forward to seeing running back Josh Jacobs going up against Houston in this one. And he is third. In the NFL right now, in rushing yards, going up against a Houston defense that's allowing 164.8 yards per game. That ranks 30th. Not good last game. 154 yards and a touchdown. Josh Jacobs is the man right now. What do you make of him? He
1: has been absolutely incredible lately. It's crazy. Just watching him run, you see he has burst, and he's being aggressive. He's going towards contact and really taking it to the defense. And he's had an incredible workload. He's been a top-five fantasy Mm -hmm. back this season, and he's just not priced like it yet. So I get why people are going here. Houston's allowing 165 total yards per game to the running back and one touchdown per game. So matchup's right. He's getting the workload. He's still kind of cheap.
0: And let's go to Bengals running back Joe Mixon going up against Atlanta. He's averaging 82.6 total yards per game. He's got those receiving yards that we like to see for Mm -hmm. fantasy, and he had 68 and a a receiving touchdown versus New Orleans. Atlanta 17th in DVOA versus running backs as receivers. Mm -hmm. What do you make of his Week 7 matchup?
1: Yeah, the matchup's decent here, Mm -hmm. but really the story is Mixon to beginning the year was getting a crazy high workload, but he wasn't being efficient. The scheme changed a couple weeks ago, and now all of a sudden he is Mm -hmm. being very efficient. If that workload comes back, he is going to absolutely smash, Mm -hmm. and he's in a good spot. I like like the matchup, and I like mixing.
0: Yeah, and he's a guy... It's almost like prime. you know he's primed for a good game and you want to be ahead of the yeah, trend on that one. he's
1: going to have it soon. He's not priced like he's, his workload or the new efficiency okay. that he has. And so if those uh, come together, it could be a little explosive.
0: i have also seen things come together for Travis Etienne of the Jacksonville Jaguars going up against the New York Giants this week. He's had over 100 yards the past two games. He's going up against a Giants defense allowing – a lot of rushing yards, 28 rushing yards per game. Not good for them. So I know the Giants have been a great storyline. However, their rushing defense has not been, and Travis Etienne could mm-hmm. have a nice game. What do you think?
1: Yeah, Etienne has been great. He's somebody that you talked up all preseason. Mm-hmm. You really liked him. I didn't fully buy in. But I'm coming around. He has played more snaps than James Robinson the last few weeks. I think that continues to happen. He's super explosive. He can beat you on the ground. He can beat you through the air. And the Giants are allowing 126.5 rushing yards over the last four games. I think that keeps going. Mm -hmm. And Etienne hasn't quite been able to get in an end zone yet. But I think it's coming soon. And it's only a matter of time.
0: Love Travis Etienne. I covered him when he was at Clemson, so yep. I know what he's about. From New Orleans, a little Cajun, he's gonna definitely carve up things at some point or another. I feel like yeah. he's already had over a hundred the past two games, so he's already starting to find his way in the NFL, find a little rhythm.
1: His yards per carry average is great. Like he's having really good success. It's just a matter of time until it really goes.
0: You know who else is finding success, Tyler? Let's talk about our wide receivers and Devontae Adams going up against Houston this weekend. Could be trouble for those Houston Texans. He's had over 100 yards the last two games. Five touchdowns. That's third most of any receiver in the NFL right now. 124. He torched the Chiefs. He had two touchdowns in that game. And Houston, 23rd in passing yards per game allowed. Devontae Adams in a great spot. What say you, Tyler?
1: I agree he is in a spectacular spot. To add on to all of that, uh Darren Waller and Hunter Renfro have both missed practice this week. Mm. Wallers missed it for pretty much the whole week. Renfro was just a new add to that, which also which is scary. But without them, Devontae Adams should get Cooper Cup like targets. They're just gonna be going to him nonstop, and you gotta like that.
0: Mm-hmm. You also got to like Cowboys wide receiver, Michael Gallup, who has had a slow start. He's recovering from that ACL Mm -hmm. surgery. You sometimes see it take a couple games for players who are recovering from ACL to start looking like their old selves. It'll help that Dak Prescott is back in this one, a a quarterback that he's had a lot of chemistry with in the past. And CeeDee Lamb, questionable in this one. If he's out, probably could see an increase in targets in that one. Mm -hmm. Detroit dead last in DVOA versus receivers. Could be a great game for those Cowboys receivers, including Gallup. Yeah,
1: it it really can. Uh CD is questionable. He did say today that he will play. Okay. So I would expect him to play. If he doesn't play, this is a spectacular yeah. spot for Gallup and Noah Brown. And even if he does play, I like Gallup and Noah Brown both. Mm-hmm. Gallup's snap counts and his targets have came up every single week since he's been back. And I'll just throw in a little Noah Brown, too. Noah Brown's still at 90% uh, snap count, so you can absolutely use him to save a little more money if you need to. But I do really like Gallup. The Cowboys like him. Dak likes him. And I expect CeeDee Lamb's huge target share that he's had with Cooper Rush to come down a little bit as Dak will spread the ball around a little bit more, give giving Brown and Gallup a few more targets.
0: Yeah, Gallup, I'm kind of liking him. I feel like he's due for a breakout game here in the next couple weeks once he starts to feel like him
1: godwin Mm -hmm. when some of the guys that got hurt Mm -hmm. last year it's gonna come soon
0: seahawks wide receiver tyler lockett going up against the la chargers over 76 receiving yards in four of the last five games he's been tearing it up a beneficiary Mm -hmm. of the geno smith effect
1: did not think we'd be saying that today. Geno
0: Smith leading the NFL in completion percentage. Tyler Locker, Lockett certainly uh, happy with that. What mm-hmm. do you think about Tyler Lockett for week seven?
1: I think Geno Smith likes the Tyler bump. I think that's what's going on. <laughs> uh, Lockett's just been incredible. The snapshot or the target share that he's getting is really high. He's making plays and simply put, For this high scoring of game, his target share, he's just too cheap. I think we need to go to him. Right now, we have him as pretty low-owned. I expect that to come up a little bit, especially just with this game being one of the higher-scoring games. But I'm all over it if it stays Mm -hmm. low-owned, for sure.
0: Yeah, Tyler Lockett's had a couple pretty good games Mm -hmm. let's take a look at tight ends now and Denver tight end Greg Dulcich going up against the Jets rookie tight end spent the first five weeks on the IR and he did have two receptions for 44 yards and a touchdown in his debut against the Chargers going up against a Jets team 13th in DVOA versus tight ends. However, I did see that they're 25th in yards per game against tight ends. So even though the Jets are playing well right now, Robert Tanyan did have 90 yards in that game Mm -hmm. against the Jets. What do you make of the spot here? Uh,
1: I think he's a very good, talented, young tight end. The thing that scares me is he was efficient off very few targets last week. So if ownership's here, I might be looking to go away. He is super cheap, so I absolutely understand if you Mm. want to go there, but for me personally, if he's over 20%, I'm probably looking elsewhere.
0: Speaking of elsewhere, what do you think about Atlanta tight end Kyle Pitts going up against Cincinnati? He has been, let's face it, a disappointment for fantasy owners everywhere. Hasn't been great. 25 yards or fewer in four of five games. However, going up against the Cincinnati Bengals in week seven and Cincinnati 27th in yards per game to tight ends. They have faced three tight ends in the top Mm ten right now. However, I mean, those three tight ends have the same talent level that Kyle Pitts does. So sooner or later, the Atlanta Falcons are going to start to realize they've got an enormous talent that they are underutilizing, correct?
1: Yeah, Like, Look, it scares me to talk about this man and to put this man here right now. (laughs) But at his salary, with his price range, tight ends around him just don't compare. He is more explosive. He's a better athlete. He can get it done. And in this game environment, very well could be that Atlanta actually has to throw. They've barely thrown the ball all year. And if Mariota is forced to throw that ball... Pitts is going to be the beneficiary. And with his athletic ability, I love it, especially at this price.
0: Teller, I'm just glad you did not pick him next week because he's a Florida guy. And Georgia is playing Florida next weekend. It's the big <laughs> cocktail party. So, right, as a Georgia right. Bulldog fan, I'm just glad, you know, we'll get this over so, to the Kyle Pitts picking before the Georgia Florida. So, next League. week, I just can't next go week, there. Next week, you're not allowed.
1: Oh, boy. <laughs> can, can I get a list of players that I'm not allowed to <laughs> pick next just week?
0: Just no Gators. Or Tennessee Vols. Although we did pick Camara this week, you know what are you gonna do? Yeah, he's pretty good. He I'll give you that. Good. All right. <laughs> Let's take a look at defenses now, and it's no surprise a lot of people are gravitating to the Tampa Bay Bucks. They're one of the best defenses in the NFL right now, and going up against a Carolina Panthers team that is absolutely on struggle street, as you like to say. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to find themselves there. Tampa Bay defense, seventh in yards per game. I have on my notes here as a bullet point: Brady, big mad. brady was seen absolutely just crushing and laying into his offensive lineman however you have to think that's carrying over to the entire team as well given the favorable matchup what do you make of this particular play in fantasy
1: uh so this carolina offense has just been awful it was a mess with mayfield PJ Walker came in and they're playing so conservative mm-hmm. that it's really gonna be hard for the Bucks to put up points. Yeah. You know, they're checking balls out quick, so it limits sacks. They're handing the ball off or all check downs, so it limits turnovers. So it's gonna be really hard for this Bucs team to have a huge outlier week where they're having multiple touchdowns or something like that. Yes, Panthers may not score very much which Mm -hmm. does give some fantasy scoring but i just don't think the bucks are going to end up scoring enough points as a defense with their price points and with ownership there i'm not a huge fan
0: all right a little fade pick there Mm -hmm. not a fade pick here the new york jets how about it? JETS mm-hmm. going up against Denver, a team that has the fewest points per game in the NFL right now. Favorable matchup for the Jets, who ranked 12th in DVOA, just had an incredible game, held Aaron Rodgers to 10 points in his home stadium. Mm-hmm. Quinnen Williams, the defensive tackle for the Jets, had an absolute game for himself. Five tackles, including two sacks. You saw cornerback Sauce Gardner taking a cheese head off a fan and rocking that on the way out. Yeah, cowboy hats in his future against the Broncos. What do you think here?
1: Can you guys tell she's a little excited about talking about the Jets? Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, a little excited.
1: Well, all I got to say is that Russ Wilson forgot how to cook, and he's <laughs> in the freezer just icing all his injuries. He's
0: got he's got my uh, cooking skills. It sounds <sighs> like. Yeah. Which are none. If you- <laughs>
1: yeah, mine, mine too. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, I it's really just Russ. This offense looks terrible. They're scoring 15 <laughs> points a game. I think the Jets can keep him to that or, or yeah. less. And the Jets are cheap, and nobody's going there. So I like it.
0: He likes it. Mm-hmm. We've got a lot of great options for you in daily fantasy. So make sure to check out LinestarApp.com. It's where we get all of our stats and information that we use to make informed decisions about where we're going for DFS. And it has helped out quite a few people have been winning with our picks
1: just had a 100K
0: winner. That's pretty awesome. And a 25K winner. Yeah. So yeah. make sure you check it out, LinestarApp.com. We have lineup optimizers. We also have our new Props Edge tool that's absolutely been helping us dominate in underdog fantasy and prize picks. So check it out, LinestarApp.com. If you're watching us on YouTube right now as well, make sure to like this video, subscribe to our channel, and sign up for notifications so you know when we're coming out with content. That Props Edge tool that I just mentioned, it's been helping us. In our props shows, we were four for five last week in all of our props, so definitely tune in for that. Sign up for notifications, especially the lines change on that, so you definitely want to watch that as soon as possible so you can get in and lock in those bets. Speaking of locking in those bets, how about some touchdown calls for Week 7 in the NFL? Tyler, where are you headed for an anytime touchdown in Week 7, a third of the way through the season? Who you got?
1: Going with the guy that Aaron Rodgers wishes he still had, (laughs) Devontae Adams. Adams has been just a target monster, and he should even have more targets this week. I'm expecting at least Waller or Renfro to be out. We have a good matchup here versus Houston. Uh, Just lock it in. Adams getting to the end zone.
0: I'm going a little sleeper pick here. I'm going Mm -hmm. Michael Gallup, who was one of your low-owned plays Mm -hmm. for today in Daily Fantasy. He's a plus 170. liking like the juice in this one a little bit. And what I'm really liking in this one is he's going up against a Detroit Lions defense that ranks dead last in past DVOA and also last in against wide receiver number two. So he's kind of number two with Noah mm-hmm. Brown there. So either of them could have a nice day. And Gallup, he's a favorite target of Dak Prescott. So you could he see is. him having a nice game in mm-hmm. this one and highest total of the slate. So... Could be a nice day for those Cowboys receivers, specifically Michael Gallup, who's finding the end zone in this one. Plus one seventy, galloping in. There you go right. with the dad joke. Like to see that one. Let's get to our prop bets. Yeah. Here we go. Prop bets. Where are you headed?
1: You know, I'm a sucker for a good story. Brian Robinson shot oh, in the leg. Yeah, it's great story. Got shot in the leg, came back, and he's already back playing. Last week he had 17 carries. I want to bet Brian Robinson over 12 and a half rushing attempts. Mm -hmm. He's going to get that again. This is going to be a close, low-scoring game. Washington is not going to get very far behind. They're going to just keep pounding the rock with Robinson. In his second game back, after getting shot, he had 17 carries. I I would not be surprised if he had more than that this game. Our line star projection is 15, which Mm -hmm. is quite you know, a difference in 12 and a half. So let's go.
0: Let's go. I'm going to 49ers wide receiver Debo Samuel over 57 and a half receiving yards. His average for the season is exactly that 57 and a half. He's hit this mark in three of the last four games and has just been doing really well. That three out of four games. Yeah, that coincides with Jimmy G coming in there. He's already got that established chemistry with Debo, uh, Debo Samuel. And this is kind of a trend I've been picking on the past three weeks, and it's served me well so far. It is just this. Wide receiver ones against this Kansas City defense. Kansas City ranks dead last in DVOA versus wide receiver ones. You've seen Stephon Diggs, Devontae Adams, Mike Evans, Mike Williams, all had over 100 yards against this Kansas City defense. We're going to keep riding this trend until it doesn't pay off anymore.
1: I like it. Don't
0: see that happening anytime soon. So let's get it. Now let's get to our best bets. little upset pick for uh, week seven. Who you got, Tyler?
1: I don't know how either New York team keeps winning, but I think one of them, actually maybe both of them, win (laughs) this week. I'm going with the New York Giants plus three versus the Jaguars. I just don't think uh, the Jaguars can do it. I think plus three is too much. I think it's going to be a close game or the Giants win.
0: You went with Giants, huh? Didn't yeah. want to go Jets in this one? I almost J-E-T-S. went Jets.
1: I, I just wanted that one and a half to yeah. be a little bit larger. Sure. I th- I yeah. think the Jets do win that game. Yeah. But one and a half a half's just too close for me.
0: There's this great story. I don't know if you've followed this at all with the Jets. It's that at the beginning of the season, there was a kid reporter mm-hmm. named Johnny who was interviewing Sauce Gardner, and he asked him, My dad takes me for ice cream anytime the Jets win. So how many times am I going to be having ice cream? Well, when that interview first aired, I'm like, oh, this kid's going to be. Poor kid. (laughs) Not having any much ice cream. Well, sure enough, he's had quite a few trips Mm -hmm. to the ice cream store. So nice to see Johnny at least also getting being the beneficiary of some Jets wins. But again this
1: week. But I'm going to go to Giants. I think it's a little safer.
0: All right. I'm going. My best bet of the week going with 49ers money line in this one going up against the chiefs this is a rematch of super bowl 2019 we had uh, shakira and j-lo at the halftime performance <laughs> for that <laughs> i think the 49ers are going to be shaking it like shakira and JLo did back in 2019 they're looking for a little revenge in this one yes i know that they just lost to the Falcons in kind of a fluky game. However, they were without six starters on defense. They are getting Nick Bosa back this week, so that's good news for them. And also Kansas City defense, which I picked on for my my prop bet this week, 28th in DVOA. The only concern I have with this one is the following week they face the Rams, so I could kind of see them maybe taking one on the chin a little bit, resting Mm -hmm. some of their guys, but I don't know. This is Rematch of 2019. Come on, Jimmy G. Let's go.
1: I think every win in the NFL is too important for them to really worry about That's the next true. week.
0: Right. So hopefully they can get a little bit more healthy. Nick Bosa back is going to help tremendously. This is the best defense in the NFL. Even even when they're not healthy, they're mm-hmm. still yeah. Uh, they lock it down. And they
1: are a little banged up right now.
0: They are a little banged up, and mm-hmm. I would like to see Jimmy G get that offense going a little bit more. Just six points in the second half, just not going to cut it. No, not going to cut it. Especially against
1: Mahomes.
0: (laughs) Especially against Mahomes. However, I do like uh, that pick. There's not a ton of great set options. This is a hard one. Especially since now the books are starting to catch up with the Giants and the Jets. So it's not as appealing as it once was.
1: And this week, I think a lot of the favorites, I think the spread is a little too Mm -hmm. far too. So it's a hard week for the just betting spreads
0: not a hard week though for our dfs picks nope. our prop bets <laughs> so make sure you like this video subscribe to our channel sign up for notifications so you know when we are coming out with some new content and we've got some prop bets coming up for you prop a prop bets show on prize picks on. and we've also got our nba action mm-hmm. as well so you definitely want to sign up for that Good luck in week seven for your daily fantasy and your prop bets. Go crushed out there. Make that money. We'll see you guys next time. Have a good one.
1: Have a good one, guys. Bye.